Hello, and welcome to Anime Territory, a podcast that's our excuse to watch and discuss anime. I am your host this episode, Benjamin Shabbing, and with me as always is my co-host, Johnny Sporks Ruhal. Sporks. Okay. That's what he took the nickname from. <laughs> but, I mean, I do know how to use a spork, and I don't know how to use chopsticks, which I think was the whole point of that scene. Yeah, it's basically saying chopsticks are stupid, essentially. <laughs> I don't know if they were saying that. I think they were saying that the teacher didn't know how to use them. <laughs> well, isn't like, oh yeah, we usually use sporks, and he's like, we have sporks? <laughs> like, how do you not know this? Uh, okay, so... <laughs> this episode, we are discussing... Fooly Cooly. Fooly uh, Cooly! Specifically, the dubbed. Yes. Also known as FLCL, Fooly Cooly. <laughs> that's. No, that's ridiculous. That's no. FLCL. Fooly Cooly. So I looked it up. I think it's supposed to stand for foolish. Or, yeah, foolish but cool. Foolish but cool. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, something that's Fooly Cooly. You're being. It's foolish, but it's also kind of cool. Well, that answers the whole Wait. point of this show. What is Fooly Cooly? I don't know if that's the whole point of the show. They do ask that question quite a bit. It might also be fondling breasts, okay. which is foolish but cool. You make it, you look like a fool if you're fondling breasts, but goddammit, it's cool. Gotcha. Uh, so, Fooly Cooly. <laughs> um, just go into straight first impressions, or you want to do a little bit of discussion first? Well, I guess I'll say, like, I've seen this show, like, five times, six times. I've seen this show quite a bit. It's real short. It's yeah. easy to watch. Six episodes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I think my first experience with it was just watching random episodes late at night on Toonami and being like, this is weird. I love this. <laughs> I'm so tired. Because um, it would air at, like, two in the morning or something. Oh, yeah. Um, what was... What was your experience with the show before we started watching it? Uh, very little. I might have caught one or two episodes before just from hanging out with you, but I knew very little about it. Okay. Were you there one of the times that I saw the pillowcases? I think so. I think they were at a convention. Yeah. Well, both times I saw them, they were at a convention. I think I was there one time. Yeah. So, uh, Pillowcases is a band that covers the pillows. Great name. Great name for a yeah. cover band of The Pillows. It's a great cover band name. Um, the Pillows, of course, are one of the one of the key influences of this show. They do the soundtrack, and I've said before that the show is basically a glorified music video for Pillows albums. Um, yeah. I listen to the music in my car every once in a while. It's, uh, it's really good music. I've got, I've got a picture of my, and maybe even a video of my nephew, like, jamming out in the back seat double piece size rain to the air bobbing his head it's just like all right to he's the rocking out <laughs> to the pillows yeah nice um and then yeah i saw the pillowcases at a convention live twice um felt bad because my feet were tired the one time we saw them it was really early in the morning and i just wanted to sit down that's how i watched them <laughs> yeah sat down because i didn't know who they were <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Pillows, they're great. Uh, Pillows, a band featured in the background of an episode of Beck Mongolian Chop Squad, which okay. is a music shonen anime. Yeah. It's a point, shonen? Yeah, and the fact that, like, it's got a lot of the same tropes of gender, like, 
getting better slowly over time and playing bigger and bigger venues instead of fighting uh, bigger and bigger people. Um, okay. Got a lot of those tropes in a lot there. Of filler episodes. But at one point, the bass player, uh, like the band breaks up and the bass player is playing for the pillows. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like, oh, hey, there's the pillows. There they are. Hmm. Neat. <laughs> okay. Uh, pillows. Great. Go listen to the pillows. <laughs> yeah. Go listen to the pillowcases if you're going to a random convention in America where they're playing. Because they do an okay job. Probably a good job. Yeah. It's been too long for me to really know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember them, but I remember being like, that's pretty good. I've got some. I've got a signed pillowcase from the pillowcases hanging in my room right now. Did they provide the pillowcases? Yeah, they sold the pillowcases pre-signed gotcha. at the concert, so... The signatures are all smushy because I actually use it as a pillowcase for two Why? Well, I bought a pillowcase. I was going to use it. I wasn't going to use it very often, but two times was enough to smear them. Oh, yeah, because you sweat all over it. Yeah. The first night, it was fine. Second night, no. No. Should have done, like, inside out, maybe? Yeah, or, like, upside down, Mm -hmm. but it was probably... I was probably, like, flipping the pillow around a lot to try to get it in a comfortable position sort of thing. Well, we're five minutes into this podcast. We haven't yeah. discussed it yet. <laughs> you were worried that it was only six episodes and we wouldn't have anything to talk about. And we spent I five wasn't minutes worried talking about, about that. pillows. The pillows, to be specific. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so, general impressions. I love this show. It's mm. 10 out of 10. Um, I probably liked it a little bit less this time just because I've seen it so many times. And I don't know if I just wasn't in the right mood. But I would definitely... Definitely want to do this when I'm really tired again. I don't know. That's my version of getting high because I don't do drugs. Okay. I'm just like you just like watching effed up or like weird animes when you're extremely tired. Yeah, because I just feel them more. It's more. We also didn't. I'd like to watch it with the lights lower. We had the lights on so we could take notes. Yeah. But it's like I feel like I could get the atmosphere of this a lot more if I was if it was dark. So, but still. Uh, I love it. I love this show. What are your What are your thoughts on it? Uh, the show is extremely weird. Um, it's fun. Um, I don't know if I love. I don't love it. I don't know. There's this isn't necessarily really my type of anime. I guess it's a little bit too weird for me. Maybe a little too crass for my taste. At points, it's a little crass. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there's I, some innuendos. There's a little bit of a crassness that I don't really like. And a lot of animes. So so again, it's not a masterpiece for me. It's not it's it's good. It's really good, but like an eight. Yeah. Okay. But okay. I can't. Great music, really weird. It is fun. It's just there's just moments where I'm either out of it, I kinda lose interest, or I'm out of it for a little bit, or it's like, oh, this is a little uncomfortable. Well, I think that's kinda where the, the atmosphere of this show can really help. Like if you're in the right mood, you're in the right atmosphere. I also think maybe watching these episodes one at a time instead of all together, you can just kind of appreciate the cause it was something I noticed this time. I didn't appreciate the 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 downtime stuff, which I normally am like, Yeah, that's the whole like that's the whole show is there's this like you have this kind of sleepy downtime atmospheric stuff and then it ramps up toward the end with some sort of robot fight yeah um and it's just watching it all together like this without being in the right mood just felt a little like and knowing exactly what was going to happen because i'd seen it so many times was just a little bit like okay you know i'm not i'm not appreciating this the way that i have before um 
That might have been my issue with it. Is a little bit too much downtime. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like the downtime, but I also have to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. I wish that if they were like a little bit longer, we could linger a little more on some stuff, and then. But no, oh, I should note I've tried to see the sequels to this before, or at least the the first, the mm-hmm. second series. I got a couple episodes in, and then for whatever reason dropped it. I am interested in watching them again. I think the only character that carries over is Haru Haru Haruko. Um, okay. At least as far as what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if those are good, please let us know because uh, I will watch them eventually. They're on my need to do list. I just haven't gotten around to it. Maybe I'll do that this weekend because what else am I doing? <laughs> There's six episodes. <laughs> The new series only six episodes too. Yeah, there's two, two new series. So there's was it Fully Cooly Progressive, Fully Cooly Progressive, and Fully Cooly Alternative. I don't remember Alternative. I remember Progressive coming out though. Yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah, no. Let us know if those are good because uh, by the time you let us know, I might have already seen them. Uh, let's see. Okay. So do we want to start going into episode synopses for? Those yeah, we can. That have not seen this show. We can try. Okay. So first episode, we start with uh, our main character Naoto. 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 Naoto or Naota. Naoto. Naoto. Or maybe no. Naota. Naota. You you throw me off. Naota. N a o t a. Naota. Anyways, he's hanging out at the bridge with some older lady. Yeah, he's in sixth grade. She's seventeen. Yeah. She's 17? She's 17, he's 12. Okay. I thought she might have been a little younger than that. Nope. Okay. Said is at one point that her age is 17, at least in the dub. Gotcha. Uh, but they're hanging out at a bridge. They're being kind of weird. I don't know, just being kids. <laughs> uh, she gives them a hickey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do we uh, go kind of like their backstory there, or is that a little later? In terms of like her being his brother's... Just, girls. just, just as you think of it, just say these things. This, okay. Yeah, no, they. It's like his brother's old ex-girlfriend, though they slash, might not have officially broken yeah. up. But his brother's in America playing and baseball, and he apparently sent back a picture of him and some some wow. girl in America. So that is a a sign that that they are over with, even if they are never officially over with. Because I don't know if they were ever officially a thing. Either. Yeah. She might have just been kind of like clinging on to him sort of thing. Mm-hmm. He was just being nice. Or like um, not fighting it. Yeah. But um, anyways, like, they're hanging out. And then Nauta gets hit by a girl riding a Vespa. Yes. Uh, she resuscitates him. Even mouth, though I don't think he mouth. was. <laughs> even though he might not have been dead. Um, and then he. She hits him with her base that she has. Yes. And he grows a huge bump on his head, which looks more like a horn. Yeah. It's like a square horn. Yeah. So he, like, bandages it up to try to hide it. Um, His brother plays baseball in the U.S. Yep. Let's talk about that. And then the Vespa girl moves in to the house as, like, a maid because of some reason. Yeah, she's a living housekeeper for... Because uh, his dad's horny. <laughs> Didn't she cheat hit him with a, the scooter too? So she's like, I'll become your housemaid. Yeah. Something like that. 
Yeah. She tried to hit him with the scooter, yeah, that's for sure. His dad is a huge horn dog. So that's his, <laughs> his grandpa. I think they both are. His grandpa's a little bit more uh, regal about it, but yeah. he does. This is when they go into the manga segment where it's yeah. total nonsense what's happening. Yeah. It's yeah. just two minutes of just a manga at it. Or we should how, note how would... that the the art style will just change in the middle of an episode. Like in this one, it changes to a manga thing. There's other yeah. episodes where it's a little bit more subtle, but they'll have like some some weirder animation um, that I noticed for the first mm-hmm. time. And then there's a South Park animation yeah. in episode five. And they do the manga thing again in episode six. I don't remember the subtle ones. It, it, again, they were very subtle. Like, you might have just okay. taken it as, oh, they're being weird. Like, But I think oh, they were okay. distinctly doing a style there. Um, okay, so then, yeah, Vespa Girl moves in. I don't know when she... Had- Gives us her name, but her name is Haru Haru Haruko. Yes. Haru Haru Haruko. Yes. It's like that guy from, uh, what is it? My Tetsu, Tetsu 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 Tetsu? Tetsu 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 Tetsu. Yeah, it's like that, but different. <laughs> it's like that, but different. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the high school friend whose name is Mamimi. Yep. Basically finds about this and she overflows. Yeah, she said earlier that, like, if she doesn't let it out, it's going to overflow when she gives him a hickey. Like, Which... So I think it's it's more like the act, the climax really hits a peak in these episodes when people are feeling, like, either, like, real horny or real angsty. Like, yeah. when they're experiencing teenage drama and, or... and dealing with puberty mm-hmm. hormones and all that. So it's uh, that's when things come to a head, and something, <laughs> something comes out of Naoto's head, and they have Speaking to. Speaking of which, yeah. So this happens, and two robots come out of Naoto's head. Yep. One is like some little robot guy. The other one's like some weird hand. Yep. Uh, those two fight, and then Haru Haru hits the robot with the base. And now he makes bread. Yeah. It's it hits one of the hits the little robot guy with a TV head with the base. He turns from red to greenish blue, bluish Something green. Like that, yeah. Um and then now he works for them at the bakery now too. Yeah. They defeat the hand robot and now this one is on their side and works for them. So And that's the episode. Yeah. That's it's episode one. Mm-hmm. It's uh It's weird. Yeah, we should note that her base has got like a a pull cord on the back of it. Like, so it's, that, like, it's like almost like a chainsaw on the back or something. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> she starts it up like it's a gas engine pull mm-hmm. cord. Chainsaw or a, a weed eater or a lawnmower. That type of pull cord. A gas engine pull cord. Okay. Base. I'm going to bring this up before I ask this question. So uh, episode two, Haru Haru is from space. That's what they say. She says she's a space alien. Okay. Spoiler alert. She's from space. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, is there Vespa magic? It is, because she like flies off with it, right? Yeah. It's just that Vespa takes a whole lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. Well, she also fixes it at one That's point true. using a robot toy. Well, why not she like, this This Vespa's already perfect. I don't know why I'm doing this or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's, no, there's something where uh, 
One of the episodes, she's trying to fix it, and it's like, I don't know why it's not working. All the parts are perfect. Oh, okay, that's what it was. So, like, it's, yeah, it's got some sort of magic and personality of its own, so. Okay, but yeah, she's from, supposedly from space, but she is. We learn that later. Uh, anyways, Nauta has more horns now. Uh, there's two of them this episode, I think. Yeah, it doesn't matter it doesn't how matter many. Though. But yeah, there's there's more horns, and he uses a different hat each episode, or a different bandage style mm-hmm. each episode to hide them. Then there's a bunch of conversations. This one's kind of based around like there's arsonists, arsony happening around the town. Yeah, there's a few buildings that have burned, and what is but it? Mimi is playing like a video game about uh, a god of fire, the angel uh, of dark flame, some I don't know, some weeb edge lord shit, mm-hmm. but. Um, but like, so there's kind of like a, is she the one starting the fires sort of vibe? And then we learn like there was a fire when she was in high school or grade school. And like now his brother saved her, which is where like their relationship started, I guess. Yeah. That's how they met. And so it's, you get a little bit of sense. Like she's a little obsessive over him slash like almost not like PTSD, but it's more like. Yeah, it's not healthy. I don't know what you call that. It's not healthy. Anyways. Um, yeah, no, and so, but then, like, she's at the burned down school building, and she's, like, trying to summon, she saw Conti save oh, yeah. a cat from the burning building. Mm-hmm. Um, Conti being the name of the, the dark god from her video game, but that's what she calls the robot guy. That the red robot, yeah. So now he's, so now he's known as Lord Conti. Yeah, so if we call him, if you hear the name Conti, it's the robot. Yeah. Um, some other robot finally... Or, I don't know how it starts, but somehow... Now to like, feel, like, I think horny Mim- for her or something. It's and... either that or Mimi somehow gets, like, in danger. Yeah. Something like that. Anyways, more robots come out of his head. He fights it. He gets eaten by... Yeah, uh, Conti, Conti actually... Conti turns red... Or Conti swallows him, and then he turns red, and he is able to turn into like this giant cannon to fight them off. Mm-hmm. And then Lord Conti poops him out. Yep, I wrote that down. Poops out Nata. Yeah. Nata. But it's like it's at this point, it's sort of a mecha anime. <laughs> he's bit. piloting Conti, sort of. They're somehow connected. Yes. Um, and then there's an Ava reference. Oh yeah, uh, his dad is talking to somebody and about about these weird things and then Haru Haru is like what is it going on about he's like I don't know he wrote and then he wrote some sort of paper or oh. book about the duality of Ava yeah <laughs> he says Eva but I think that was a dub mistake mm-hmm. that it, I believe it's referring no, that seems you know, funny because like Ava the robot's helping him with chores outside he's like so they're gonna see the robot. He's like, who cares? The robot's in a family. <laughs> People think that it's normal so long as we act normal, and we're really progressive here. Yeah, that's what he's going on about. But okay, so episode three, we are focused on Nina Mori, yes. who is a classmate of Naoto's. Yes, she's the class president, and she keeps trying to get Naoto to show up to play rehearsals. She plays the lead, and he plays puss okay. in boots. Okay. Um. See. Naota is thinking that he's cool and he's... schools or school plays are childish, so he doesn't show up. He also doesn't want to be a cat because he has cat ears. He's got cat ears now. Um 
so yeah, that's happening. Uh, we learn that Nina Mori is the daughter of the mayor of the town, and like he's a part of this huge scandal slash corruption. So yeah, there's, a there's like a he's sleeping with his secretary, but that's also like some sort of illegal corruption going on. Yeah, because sleeping with a secretary is not illegal. It's or at least not in America. I don't know if cheating on your wife is illegal in Japan or not. But yeah, that's there's there's things like immoral. is he gonna go to jail and or is his is, are, there, are, are her parents going to get a divorce? Yeah, so she's worrying all about that. Um, yeah, so she's going through things. She's the lead in play. Wants now to play with the cat. He has cat ears. Um, and then when as Nina Mori and Naoto is talking on the street, Haru runs him over again. Yep, and runs over her, too. So they both get hit. Oh, that was just... Because like yeah. she complains about like her stomach hurting afterwards. I thought that's because he t- she touched the cat ears. Oh well, there's that too. But I think they, I think they both got well, hit she, because they were she's both. Because like, well, is like, don't touch those cat ears. It's it could. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying the reason that they then brought her over for supper and had her stay the night is so that she wouldn't sue them for running her over. Wow. Um. So they. Uh... But yeah, no, she sees Nauta's cat ears and touches them and then feels sick afterwards. And then they... She uh, stays with Naoto for the night. Yeah, as a don't sue us type of thing. And as an excuse for us to have more time with Nina Mori. And also, Naoto. I don't think she wants to go home right now. Yeah, it's kind of, of a... situation. There's like paparazzi all over the house. Yeah. So we learn that she secretly has glasses. She's been wearing contacts this whole time. And uh, then what else? We also learn that she rigged the election slash... It's not yeah. the election, but the uh, process of the roles. Yeah, the the roles for the class player were chosen democratically, and she rigged it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nobody suspect the class president of rigging it. <laughs> um, I get the vibes that she kind of likes now. To oh yeah, there's huge like tsundere vibes. Not like tsundere. No, but... it's more like a kudere, cool but loving. I don't know the dairies. <laughs> I know tsundere. Yeah, the soon is the. I know the, the term yandere, but I think that's that's just mean, right? Or no, yandere is secretly crazy. Secretly crazy. Yeah, they're very sweet on the outside, but secretly they're psycho. All right. All right. Well, we should go into the dairies at one point. Yeah, I'll but. pull up some of them and talk to you about them because there's there's kudere and is kudere cool? There's there's like cold. There's like aloof. Like like a Nagato from Haruhi, or they're just kind of aloof but have like a, a hidden sweet side mm-hmm. to them. And then there's cool where they're just like, oh, this person is just like a, a cool person, mm-hmm. but they're sweet underneath. Gotcha. And then there's also stuff like soon soon, which is just all angry. <laughs> <laughs> there is no dare. Um, no, I'm sorry. Let's let's continue on. I'll I could keep talking about the dares and probably get a lot of them wrong. Okay touch on that later um but yeah they're kind of like a sweetheart to heart a little bit kind of bond a little yeah um but he still doesn't want to do the play yeah no so uh, they go to school she's like begging him to like rehearse with them and he's like you have to stay and rehearse and like i know about your cat ears sort of like yeah um but then the whole class finds out about the cat ears because she like took his hat off yeah and then uh she so now that that cat's been let out, out of the, the back. <laughs> they, uh, he's like, well, I'm not the one who rigged the election. Yeah. election. 
you're the, you're the, the one who rigged the election slash votes, and then she turns into stole a the vote. Stole the vote. Okay. Okay. No, I'm not going into that. I don't want to. <laughs> but as soon as that's revealed, she turns into a spider, and it's creepy. It, well, the cat ears transfer to her at this point. Oh yeah. And then, as like again, as the hormones are boiling to the surface, the uh, a giant. It's always caused by some sort of like response almost yeah in this case i think it's just maybe embarrassment yeah you know embarrassment and emotions rising to the surface oh it's after she says you know he's now tells like nobody comes to see oh yeah she's like well my parents are coming to see it together together." yeah and that's when it like that's Mm -hmm. the emotional that's 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 what she's been hoping for this whole time but hiding under the facade of not caring because she's been saying the whole time i I don't care what happens it's He's his own person or whatever. I don't yeah. care. But yeah. she secretly wants her parents to stay together. Yeah. Um, to the point where like, she tries to sabotage the secretary, I think, or something. <laughs> but they... Um, what do you call it? They... Yeah, they, it comes to a head. Yeah. And then a spider comes out of her head. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, like she's still like attached to it. And mm. it's like fighting off people. And people are trying to... Fight! They're Naota and Haruharu are trying to fight it, and they are. Uh, they only like succeed eventually because of curry. Because of curry, they get it to eat. It eats Naota's lunch, <laughs> and then they're like uh, Haruharu is like go bathroom? bathroom. It's that way, <laughs> and then it leads it so that the uh, the piloted Lord Conti. Because um, mm-hmm. he's in Lord, he's in Conti at yeah. this point now. To is is able to like fire at it as it's mm-hmm. trying to run for the bathroom. Um, and then they eventually do the play, yep. and they Nina Mori's parents do stay together and don't go to prison. And so, her glasses don't have lenses in it. Yeah, she. Well, I think she wore the glasses for the play, but she pokes her like the the glasses had lenses in it when she actually wore them i think she still actually wears glasses but she wasn't revealing that fact to the class but she also cut her hair yes she also cut her hair so uh she did the old studio ghibli cut her hair short is that a studio ghibli thing happens a lot in studio ghibli movies i think at least twice i mean it happens in your name too it does happen in your name i think it's just a cultural thing that you castle in the sky she has pigtails that get shot off now she has short hair and then I think Sophie cuts her hair. Yes. Those are okay. the two that I know of. Yeah. I think it's more just a cultural thing. It's, it's also, a, a lot of the Ghibli girls have short hair. Yeah. It's a, it's a change. It's a symbolize yeah. of a change of, of your outer appearance to match mm-hmm. a change in your inner self. So a fresh start at times. I'm like, okay, this is a new me. You think uh, that I'm thinking? We're going to get our one fresh start. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, we can't keep quoting the reference. other guys. We, we gotta like... stop saying fresh start. You don't have to respond. I got to. That's the rules. You say fresh start. I gotta say Febreze Brothers. <laughs> Look, can we just get a fresh start on this conversation? Yes. Okay. We should call ourselves the Febreze episode Brothers. three. <laughs> episode on. three is probably my favorite episode, but I just like Nina Mori a lot. She's cool. Um, I think I'd agree with you. I think this is the best episode. It might also be one of the first ones I've seen. Okay. Though I might have also I might have seen the conclusion before, because I, I have distinct memories of the 
how episode six starts when he's talking about there being steam all over the town it's like it's a border Mm -hmm. of mist that cuts off the town from the rest of the world i have distinct memories of that and i have distinct memories of episode three from long ago i say long ago back when like freshman in college (laughs) which wasn't a while ago at this point that was eight years ago (laughs) don't remind me okay so episode four is the baseball episode yes Kind of. They play very little baseball. <laughs> I wouldn't call what Nauta does is playing. That's true. He does swing, though. He does eventually swing the bat. That's the whole point of this episode. You know, we start out with a baseball episode, and after the one scene, there's like one swing of a bat. Really it wasn't even a bat. It was a guitar. That's true. It's the first time we get to see Nauta's guitar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of girls get horny over it. <laughs> that was weird. I mean, it was... It's a metaphor. It's got a big dick. Is that what that means? Pretty much. I thought it just meant he slapped the bass. Nope. Hmm. It's not a bass. It's oh, a, guitar. It a guitar. Oh yeah, it was a Gibson. No, the Gibson no, was the Gibson is Gibson was uh Adamisk's yeah. guitar. Okay. So anyways, episode four. We start out they're playing baseball. Harvey's playing for the other team and they are kicking their ass. It's like yes. hundred to zero or something. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. All she gets is home runs. Yeah. The, uh, she gets paid for it and she says, ah, I thought I'd get a part-time job to help out with the electricity bill. Mm-hmm. And like, Nauta's dad is just like vibrating weirdly all over her and she's moaning. Uh, yeah, it's real ways. creepy. Yeah. She's like massaging. Yeah. He's we learn later that his dad is dead in a closet somewhere. Yeah. So like, what it was, was a that? robot. It was that, a robot? Yeah. That had a massage function. So, similar to how she hit Nauta with the Vespa in the uh-huh. base, she tried to do the same with his dad, but it wouldn't work for him. So, he was just dead. Oh. But dead, people can come back to life in this show. Because Nauta was able to, like, resuscitate him by throwing him in the bath and yeah. hot water. So, like... They say, I think I was dead for a while there, but he wasn't really dead. He was... Yeah, that got weird. I don't know what happened there. Uh, But it's, you know, he's he's envious of his father's relationship with her. And he's starting to think, I kind of want that relationship with her. Yeah, he's starting to get feelings for her. Haruka. Yeah. Haru, haru, haruko. Haru, haru, haruko. But, um, I mean, who wouldn't? She's weird and that's true. She's weird and cool. I don't know. I don't know who wouldn't have feelings for Haruka. It's a little too weird. <laughs> she crosses that crazy line. Oh yeah, no. Like it'd be a bad idea, but it's an idea. <laughs> so, anyways, they play baseball. That stuff we just talked about happened. Um, what else? We're uh, introduced to the space cops. Yeah, and they're like, uh, one of them has some sort of knowledge of Haru. 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 Um, and he is like predicting that, like, hey, you don't want to hit, um, don't want to hit something with a baseball bat. Use a piece of French bread so it doesn't uh, cause any irreparable damage to something. Because now to hit a vending machine with a baseball bat, um, they, which is like foreshadowing for when he supposedly hits his dad with a baseball bat, mm-hmm. but it's not his dad; it's the robot. I didn't hit him. They did not hit her. <laughs> That's what I was referencing. 
Yeah, it's the room. <laughs> but the he gets questioned by him when he hits his dad with the supposedly, mm-hmm. allegedly, allegedly hits his dad with a baseball bat, and he's you know I that's when we kind of learned that it, it was a robot. We saw like the they kept cutting to their power meter going up as syndicated or indicating that when he was on screen doing stuff it was taking up a lot of power um finds his dad in the closet resuscitates him he's the grandpa was dead too right no i don't think so no i thought he had to resuscitate him too i don't remember that um anyways but I, like also during what's been happening in this episode um Haruko says that she'd be his batting coach and there's like a like a ghost moment where like she's got his arms or oh, yeah. goes, it's, it's like yeah, let me show you and then puts her arms around him from and behind like, and aim for like the highest one yeah. you can see look at that star it's like oh that star's kind of flickering swing for that star and then we learn that that's not a that's star not a that's star. a <laughs> it's a satellite that's going to come crashing down into their city and um, like destroy the planet yeah or the very at least, least the, the city at the very least the city so like the guy's like okay we got to uh even though we don't like Haruko, we need her to hit one more out of the park or else your whole city's going to explode or whatever. Mm-hmm. But instead of Haruko hitting it, he's able to swing the bat and hit it. Haruko yeah. does help and swings it, and they send it back out into space where it... uh Blows up on a different planet, doesn't it? That's <laughs> eh, whatever. Blows up in space, I think. Uh. But, um, you know, they saved the day, and all Naoto had to do was swing the bat. Yep. I had to take that step forward. And swing the bat. Um, uh, I think we also learned that Nauta's head is some sort of dimensional portal. Yeah. So he he can bring stuff through space-time using the power of N.O. No. Yes. And there are some some other people have it and to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. We you need learn, the right head for it. Yeah. Uh, we learned that the general guy... Um, whose name I don't really know. I call them eyebrows. Yeah, eyebrows. Even though they're fake. Yeah, fake eyebrows. The uh, we learn that he he can do it as well, uh, though he can only bring like little small things. Like the guitar that he summons is yeah. is real little. Um, we'll talk about that later. But uh, oh, we should say when he summons his guitar for the first time, Nauta does. A lot of people. A lot of people are interested in it. Which oh, is, yeah. Nosebleeds. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> As an anime viewer, we know it means they're turned on. Yes. The uh, blood's got to rush somewhere. Mm-hmm. You can't show that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. So, like, that's a... The, we'll talk about that a little bit in the themes and stuff, mm-hmm. but... Um, that's that's it. The only note I have is needed more baseball. You, of course you wanted more baseball. I wanted more baseball. Not a baseball episode if you don't play baseball. They played baseball. Nauta struck out several times. Okay, episode five. They tried to get Conti to join the baseball team too. Oh, yeah, you're right. They did get him to they join did. the baseball team. He was shooting nothing but buckets. Yeah, and he was a great field person. But Fielder. I think he's still lost. Fielder. Field of field. Okay. Okay. So episode five. What is it? 
forgot how it kind of starts, but like Naoto challenges his dad to a war. I think oh. for like Haru's affection, basically. That is, yeah, yeah, for uh, for her affection. They basically, yeah, they, we start off with the the you know the it's not paintball. They're like um, it's like airsoft or something. Yeah, airsoft fight, and we get a little bit of a flashback that it was uh, challenging each other for her affection. So it's Kanti and his dad versus Naoto and Haruharu, mm-hmm. and then at the same time. One of the uh, space cops. One of the space cops. The female space cop, whose mm-hmm. name I also don't know. Uh, she is like targeting Conti, and they're like, when it's red, that's when it's Atomisk. And we um, learn a little bit that Atomisk is a space pirate. And I don't know exactly when we get this information, but because uh, it's all kind of jumbled. Atomisk is a space pirate who has a great power of NO. It's said he can move planets, planets and stars. And, yeah. Using the power of No, um, and Haruharu is sort of like competition for him. Um, yeah, we really never exactly figure out what she is exactly. We just kind of know that they're opposites slash like rivals. I think. Yeah, they're. I think she's also some sort of space yeah. pirate. Um, and he's like, normally they'd be like enemies. They'd be enemies, but actually, you know. She's trying to save him from Medical Mechanica, mm-hmm. who has him held captive, uh, because she's in love with him. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's more of like, at one point, at the finale, she's like, I'm supposed to be the one who eats Atomisk, not you. <laughs> so, like, she might just be attracted to the power, but also, and she's a complicated character. Yeah. I think she's both actually attracted to him, but also more attracted to the power. Yeah. Um, that's my take on her in this season. Maybe the other series will... Uh, Shed some light on that. Um, but that's kind of more episode six stuff. Yeah. Which these these episodes kind of jumble in my head a lot. Um, oh, yeah. They try to take out Conti while he's still Conti and not Animusk. Yeah. And she's like firing a big machine gun at him. But Haruharu like destroys that, I think. That I think she, she just misses. Slash like things happen where she misses or something. Yeah. Then there's a giant hand that forms at some point, and it's like it's gonna grab the giant iron that's, that's the medical six. mechanica. I still think that's episode nope, six. nope. The episode giant... five is the gunslinger robot. Yeah, the that's also a giant too? hand. The gunslinger robot is the giant hand. It's wearing oh. like a cloak, because the giant hand is just there at the start of episode six, but it's missing the core. So the whole point oh, of episode six okay. is. The core is going to go back into the hand. Oh, I thought that was... I didn't remember seeing the hand in episode 5. I just remember the gunslinger. Well, yeah, cloak, because cloak. he's got like a yeah. he's got like a cloak on him, but then when the cloak is revealed, it's, okay. it's actually been a giant hand this whole time. My bad. I missed that part. Yeah. But they... Uh, yeah, so he pilots it again. Um, I think at this point, this is when he gets really mad at Mamimi because um, she's kind of moving on from like he's like starting to get into the the games that she always plays with him and she's like well i don't actually feel these things for you because you're a kid sort of thing that she also kind of confronts him about his relationship with haru and he's like no i don't i don't like her we just do that stuff i like yeah, no. you yeah and she's like i'm not having it and he's like um or at one point when the gunslinger robot is going she's uh it's like praying to Lord Conti. No, she asks her brother. 
he she's like she wants his brother to come save her and he's like i'm I'm the one who's here right now god damn it i will be the one who saves you and then he pilots lord conti and then they they fight the gunslinger robot Mm -hmm. and turns out it's a giant hand and they're like it's gonna go grab the iron it's gonna smooth out the wrinkles in our brains and make us (laughs) make us people who aren't able to be aren't able to think (coughs) and therefore can be controlled but they're able to stop it before it does like, that. What's the point if you can't think for your own or something yeah. like that? Um, but um, that's basically episode five, I guess. I don't know. I feel like we're not doing a very good job of describing it, episode five. What is it? Haru confronts the uh, eyebrows, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When they're fighting against Slinger Robot, she confronts him. And he's missing his eyebrows. I don't know if you caught this or if it's more obvious in the sub. Because I have seen the sub of this before. Mm-hmm. But um, the eyebrows stop her from being able to, like, use his head as a, a portal. Oh, really? Yeah, which is why he gives some eyebrows to Nauta in episode six. Okay, that makes but more when, sense now. When they're missing, she's able to pull out a little teeny guitar that she turns into a slingshot. <laughs> this, this is all you can muster? Yeah. Wow. Nauta's is so much bigger. <laughs> yeah. That's the general consensus. <laughs> it's like, I get the metaphor. And it's like covered in like flesh, so it looks like a little penis yeah. at first. So it's like, yeah, this is pretty clear. We get it. I get it. Um, um, but yeah, that's yeah. episode five. It's episode five. Then episode six is the climax. Yes. Footy climax. Footy. FL climax. The name of the episode. Gotcha. That was fully climax or something. Well, it's how I would pronounce it. Fully coolly max or something. What? It's F L C L I Max. I thought they spelled out fully coolly in the subtitle. Yeah. Climax starts with C L. I thought they spelled out fully though. Oh, I don't. I don't remember that. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. It doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So we we get more info on like medical mechanica it's like are they some sort of sort of space company too? yeah yeah they're like they're trying to terraform planets in people's minds so yeah. that they can conquer them sort of thing and, and then they've captured animusk and you're using him as bait for haru haru okay to capture to capture her as well i think just so that they don't have any competition, competition basically i guess okay yeah. something along those lines but yeah, what is it? Their building just looks like a big iron. Which yeah, I, I point out in the first episode, and then like episode six, they're like, "Yeah, it's gonna they're gonna iron out the world." I'm like, "Ha!" So yeah, it doesn't like gonna. I what? Like, yes, it looks like an iron. That's what that factory looks like. I didn't want to talk about it more because I knew it was a point later on. I just felt vindicated. Okay, because in episode one, I said, "Why does that building look like an iron?" You're just like, "I don't know." I didn't say, I don't know. I just said, I don't know, man. It just looks like that. That's what it is. That's what it looks like. I didn't want to spoil it. Did you want me to say it so they can smooth out the wrinkles in your brain and that they're an evil space organization? No, I just want to point out I felt vindicated. Okay. Well, I'm going to say I wasn't going to spoil anything for you. When you ask questions like that, this is my, my one note I had before today. You're not allowed to ask me questions about this show. You just have to experience it. Okay. You can ask me questions later. Gotcha. Okay. Anyways, we learned a little bit more about that. So, Mamimi finds a robot dog. Yeah. It's adorable. 
Yep, she names it Takun, which is also the name of the cat she found earlier. It's also the nickname that she gives Naoka. Takun. So that's what it was. Okay. I think it's a, a placeholder for his, Naoka's brother. Uh, all three of them. She lets it eat her cell phone. She steals a bunch of cell phones yeah, from people. Yeah, gradually it gets bigger and then to the point where it like fuses with another robot. Is it? It will eventually, but like it's been eating like it's been eating cell phones and then, and, then it, and then it yeah ate a scooter of somebody who splashed her. She's like she's got yeah. she's got like a revenge list, mm-hmm. and then it gets out of her control and eats a the truck that Nauta's friends have, have been using for their part time job, um, and then I believe at one point it fuses with Conti. Yes, because. Sorry. Um, they're basically the core that the hand needs in order to. Yes. Control. Oh, we should also note at the end of episode five, when uh, when well, Conti disappears. yeah, when Conti like shows up, they learn that like, oh, this is this has been Adamisk this whole time, and so they go like they basically like elope or whatever, <laughs> um, and then she. She shows back up after being gone for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, then her and Nauta just go like on a road trip, yep. hanging out um, until the till the climax, and, and they're like, uh, "All right, sleepy time is over. Now time for the thrilling climax." I think is an actual line mm-hmm. that they say, which is just a an episode summary of every episode of Fully Cooley. There's sleepy time, and then it's suddenly over, and it's time for the climax. <laughs> so. So it fuses with Conti. Yes. And then Nauta's the final key, right? For the core, or is it something else? Yes, they eat Nauta, it's the final key, and then Conti is like, nope, I'm out of here, I'm resisting this, because it's, as it's grabbing the iron, then we see, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Conti robot. is holding it up, mm-hmm. and then Nauta comes out of it, red like covered in red and he's got both his guitar and adamisk's guitar which adamisk summoned his guitar yeah. last time conti summoned adamisk's guitar last time which is how they knew he was adamisk at this point mm-hmm. um but now he's got both of them and haruharu is like i don't care if they smooth out the world i need i just need that guitar yeah i need i, I need, I need adamisk's I, I, power. power and uh she's mad that now has it and they fight for a little bit and like when Nauta gets the upper hand at some point, he just drops it and he's like, I love you. And then kisses her. And then that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Basically, he lets Adam escape. Yes. Adam then escapes and Haru Haru Haruko. I never know if I should call her Haru Haru or Haruko because Nauta actually calls her Haruko, which is her first name. Haru Haru is funner. Yeah. But uh, she's like, well, I'm leaving this planet. You want to come I, along? See, Never mind. You're like, kid. man, I almost had it this time. Thanks for nothing. Well, not thanks for nothing. But I was like, dang it. We were so, I was so close this time. <laughs> you want to come along? Nah, never mind. You're still just a kid. Yeah. Um, but Mimi, we get like a little voiceover. But Mimi leaves, drops out of school, leaves town to try to become a photographer. Yeah. And uh, now the seasons change. Now it's starting middle school. And he's just kind of... Loving his life? He's... Yeah. There's a cute scene where 
he's trying to buy something from a vending a, a scene that's been repeated he tries yeah. to buy something from a vending machine and somebody buys clicks the wrong yeah. button and he's like, like, I don't, I don't like the, want that type he doesn't like um, the bitter soda this time it was Nina Mori <laughs> and uh I don't know I love I love this show it's she offers him his her sloppy seconds that's not what that means you kept <laughs> saying sloppy seconds like that's not that's not what it means when somebody gives you a drink after having taken a drink from it. The term you're looking for is indirect kiss. Indirect kiss. Yes. Gotcha. It's funnier, though, if I say sloppy seconds, because that's not what it means. Anyways. Yeah, I know. I know you know what it means. You're just being an asshole about it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the show. That's yeah. the plot. Yeah. So do you have any questions about this show? Oh, I got it. First try. Got it. Nice. Understood. I guess the main questions are just like some more background on it. Everything's like who is exactly who is Haru, Haruko. She's uh, like a space pirate. Yeah. Like that's who, how much I know. What exactly is Adam Musk? Adam Musk is like a giant bird space pirate yeah, that it's... is maybe more of a mental being and can inhabit people's heads and stuff. Because he's like in Conti for a while and he. Um, is in um, Naoto for a while so he might be like a mm -hmm. being of a higher plane sort of thing um, but he looks like a big bird towards yeah. the end um, I don't know he's cool yeah I, I agree I he know, looks he's cool. king of the pirates mm -hmm. in fact the uh, there's three soundtracks for Fooly Cooly like a part one a part two and then a just the songs soundtrack Okay. just like the lyrical versions of it i mostly listen to the just the lyrical versions mm -hmm. which is ost3 but ost2 is called like king of the pirates or something along those lines oh, yeah. uh, or the pirate king or something so um what is it no the only question is what is fooly cooly uh, foolish but cool foolish, but foolish cool. and cool foolish and cool yeah um so i mean the the show is just it's just a metaphor like yeah. don't don't look too much into the well how does this work it's like yeah it's a metaphor for growing up and going your body going through changes in puberty um what it means to be mature like like now to thinks that he's very mature but he's he's got this attitude of like ah nothing matters nothing mm -hmm. it's not important to me but that's not maturity and and nina mori sort of has that as well it's like what do i care what my parents do they're their mm -hmm. own people as far as i'm concerned yeah. but that's not caring is not the same as being mature yes um i specifically wrote down here cite the moment where in a later episode nina mori says that you know it's like no just be honest and then have a good cry with the people that you want to be honest and have a cry with and then hopefully they'll understand it really helps and mm -hmm. she's like when did you do that she's like when i talked to my parents about that <laughs> and then she goes and does a sick uh high jump presses yeah. everybody and that's when uh Sakura and Ren fall in love with her. Yes. <laughs> sure. Fate, yeah, fate references. Got it. Fate reference. Um, so it's like Nina Mori in a similar position to Naoto, but kind of moved past the, moved into maturity a little bit sooner because they both had similar attitudes. But um, I would say Naoto has sort of moved into it too when he says that he loves Haruko at the, mm -hmm. the end of it. He's like, he's being honest. He's being, he's, it feels foolish, but being honest is being cool. So, yeah. and even if it's the foolish thing to do, if you're happy, then that's cool. So, mm -hmm. um, 
I already talked about my other note was about how uh, like Haruko both loves Adamus and wants him to be just wants his power, um, which is why in episode six she says she was supposed to be the one. Uh, you know, she was supposed to be the one who eats him, but you know he's got that giant no power, which might also be a metaphor for either dick size or puberty or something. So um, I don't know about that. But some of this is just kind of rule of cool, too, from mm-hmm. what I've been reading. Like, why are there, like, guitars? It's like, oh, guitars are cool. <laughs> guitars are cool, yeah. So, I don't know. This is, uh, I mean, it was my number six for a reason. I love mm-hmm. this show. It's it's very good. Um, what do you, do you have any, we're only, we haven't even hit frag time yet. We're at, like, we'll get to frag minutes. time. We got things to talk about still. Okay, okay. What are we, what are we talking about next? You're hosting this week. Well, that was the notes or the plots and themes. I don't have any other notes. We brought them all up. Unless you have any notes. Um. The only note I had that we didn't mention was there's a Crystal Pepsi reference. Oh yeah, Crystal Pepsi. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about all the other ones I wrote down. I had uh, not very many notes before we started recording. Uh, I made like three more notes, and we just now covered them. So. Okay. Um, my notes were more about what the themes were and mm-hmm. how everything's a metaphor and people are going to hopefully if people listen to this they'll go in the comments and say how I got it all wrong and, and then I'll have to go watch the other series so that I can more fully understand this show so alright so then we'll go into best girl best girl this is a tough one hmm is it Nina Mori or is it Haruko? For me, it's Nina Mori. She's okay. the coolest. Yeah, she is cool. Haruko is just too crazy for me. Well, I mean, it's not it's not just... But she's also an adult, which adds. That's true. It adds. <laughs> she's not in sixth grade. <laughs> um, Which, I mean, that's not really what we're talking about here. But, uh, like, I would say, if we're doing Autobard... Ring, 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 yeah. Like, uh, she's an icon. <laughs> Whereas Nina Mori is not really in the show that much. That is she's got true. episode three, a lot of focus on her. But, mm-hmm. um, hmm. I mean, I, I don't want to fight about it too much. So uh, I will say Nina Mori with an asterisk that maybe I'll change my mind if I watch the other seasons. I you, think Haruko is the only other. I am perfectly fine with you picking Haru. Haru is cool. She's just a little too crazy for me. Yeah. She's also kind of the villain. Does her base remind you of our friend Hank's base? They're both blue. That's what I always I have of. seen Hank's base like a handful of times maybe. I don't know what it looks like. Okay. It's a blue base. It reminds me. I don't know. Then sure. It's a yeah. blue base. Got it. I have no idea if it's the same body structure or not. But I don't I think just, so. I just always think of... I don't think When Hank's I see one of those two bases, I always think of the other one. Again, it's not a chainsaw back. It's just a... It's just a 
pull cord to start the engine. All right, so we're gonna say Nina Mora. Nina Mori is the best girl. Yes. Okay. For now. And the best ship is now done. Nina mm-hmm. Mora. Yes. Okay, I agree with that. Any honorable mentions? Um. Now it's his brother and his American girlfriend. That's a good one. <laughs> that ship we never see in person. Yes. And not even. I'm sure they're happy together. Yeah. Um, I always feel bad for my Mimi. Yeah. She's bullied. I, she's not <laughs> healthy for now, that's for sure. That is true. Um, she's like, also like never goes to school. She's like always at the bridge. Yeah. I skip school a lot. Yeah. So, um, I would say Adam Eskin Haruko. There we go. That's a good, good one. ship. Good ship. That hand and that iron. <laughs> They're made for each other. <laughs> Uh, you could tell that the general really liked um, Haru Haru as well. Okay. Uh, like there is there is something in the past. Where oh, was... it's a uh, space cop girl and uh, Conti. <laughs> oh yeah, because Conti saves her at yeah. one point. Yeah. It's like she falls in love with him. That's when he pulls out the guitar too, right? Like that same episode. I thought he, like, just gave her back her gun or something. Oh, yeah, he does, yeah. <laughs> or he, like, offers to help her out of the river. Something like that. Uh, okay, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Have you noticed that the wall scroll in our uh, living room is from the baseball episode? Yes. Cause, okay. Because that's the uniform she's wearing. Yes. Yeah, so. I got that. She's also holding the, the base like a baseball bat. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> that was all aboard. All uh, aboard. Dibs count. Um, I have my Mimi and the teacher. And uh, I think that's it. I've got everybody else. Got everybody else. Um, do you call dibs on Conti? I know this call dibs on Conti. I'm not call dibs on Conti. Okay. Okay. I would say that gives you Adamisk as well. What if I just want Conti? Then Animus is up up for grabs because I'd okay. say he's different because they specifically say it's Animus when it's red. I want the robot that makes the bread. Yeah. <laughs> the Sony the TV the TV Sony Walkman bread, <laughs> which is the so lie like, they give Nina Mori when she's staying yeah, over. Yeah, when she's staying over, she's like, "Why? Why did your TV move?" It's a Sony Walkman bread. <laughs> All right, so that's for the coolie. Any other parting words for the show? Um, yeah, I've got things to say, I'm sure. Uh, but I feel like I'm not doing this show justice with my presentation today. All right. uh, I just I can't think of anything to say, but I know that the show has got a lot of things to say about it. I just think they've, they're obvious to me now, so I'm not saying that. I think it's a fun, weird show that's really short, so I think it's definitely worth the watch great soundtrack uh it's definitely worth a watch yeah so i i don't watch the show every year but i listen to that soundtrack a couple of times mm-hmm. every year so just throw it on in my car and jam out to the pillows which if you've never heard the pillows i think i've heard them described as the uh the japanese equivalent to red hot chili peppers oh really that's how i've heard people describe them before. oh no that means i hate them <laughs> hate the red hot chili peppers no i don't um but you hate the japanese equivalent of them <laughs> no what why are you saying is it 
Is this an experience share yeah. thing? Okay. Another podcast that we that we both listen to. One of the one of the guys does not like the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> it's Tanner who doesn't like it, right? Yes. And didn't Josh play as mm-hmm. red hot chili peppers? Yeah. Okay. Or was it the other way around? No, that, that was it. Because I thought Cause Josh was... played as Red Hot Chili Peppers. Because I thought Josh played as uh, the OC characters, or was that, that the season? That was before? a different season. Okay, we're talking about a podcast that we'll cut it. <laughs> no, we're not, because we just now reached frag time. We still got to talk about our number ones. Oh yeah, we're oh. revealing my number one favorite anime, and then because it would be weird to do yours next week after the yeah after the. The conclusion of mine, it'd be weird to be like, oh yeah, and Ben's is next week, so we'll talk about both of ours. Do we want to reveal them at the same time, or, or me first? Uh, you go first. <clears throat> My favorite Hold anime. On. You want to go through them all? Sure. <clears throat> I'm pulling up that list right now, because I'm going to get the order wrong, because I always get the order wrong. <clears throat> Number 10, Ergo Proxy. Number nine, welcome to the NHK. Number eight, Cowboy Bebop. Number seven, Toradora. Number six, Fully Cooly. Number five, Space Sedendi. Number four, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Number three, Steinsgate. Number two, Gurren Lagann. And number one, I've talked about this show a lot. So I've even talked about it on this episode. My favorite show is The Melancholy of Haruhi Susumiya, which jumped up recently when I made this list. It was around the seven or eight range, and I realized just how much I loved watching this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rewatch Haruhi, or at least I'd rewatch the Disappearance movie of Haruhi That's before up. I would rewatch. <laughs> yeah, December 16th. I've got to do it. Um,. I would rewatch that before I'd rewatch any other show on my list, sure. except for maybe Space Dandy. Like I, but I would just watch like random episodes of that. I wouldn't watch the whole series of that. Yeah. Um, and I watched I watched Steinsgate every couple of years. Um, it's been a while since I've had a Gurren Logan rewatch. I might need to give that a rewatch. I watch that. Uh, but yeah, that is my favorite. That is my top ten. Now I have said. And I will, I guess, officially announce that I am moving Ergo Proxy away from its number 10 spot and putting in Sunny Boy. Wow. Yeah. Now that the list has been released, I am allowed to change it. Okay. I'm putting in Sunny Boy at number 10. Maybe it'll move up the list, but at the very least, I know it's going into my top 10. Okay. So I, I would have more movement on my list just from watching stuff slash reminiscing on things. Things would change in my list. Yeah. Sunny Boy is definitely on it. Yep. Don't know where. I'd have to look at it again. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that it's going on there. And if an Ergo Proxy is the one that's getting the boot. It's at number 10. So, still a great show. Okay. Okay. So, my number 10, Samurai Champloo. Number 9 was One Punch Man Season 1. Number 8 was Neon Genesis Evangelion. Number 7 was Your Lion April. Number 6 was Violet Evergarden. Number five was Gurren Lagann. Number four is Princess Jellyfish. Number three was Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Number two is Fate Zero. And number one is Steinsgate. Yep. (laughs) 
So, did you count up how many duplicates we have? No, I just was keeping track of all the shows that I watched on your list. And it's all, I watched all the shows on your list. Okay. So. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I've shown them to you. Now, Fully Cooly is the last one, yeah. I think. So, um, so we share Steinsgate and Gurren Logan and Neon Genesis Evangelion. Those are the three that we share. And Sunny Boy, basically. Oh, yeah, and Sunny Boy. But you haven't mm-hmm. gotten a place for that on your list yet. So would you have added, because we made this before we got really into this, would you have added any of the shows, other than Sunny Boy, would other you have added any of the Sunny shows Boy. to your top ten? I don't think so. Um, There are some possibilities. Let's see. Just me flipping through pages. Um, Konosuba was our first episode. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at the Nothing as of yet. Bakano has a shot at the top ten. Ping Pong does. Okay. Um, Eden of the East is really fun, but I don't think it hits it. Eden of the East is more of a yeah. 11 through 20, 21 through 30 vibe for me. Yeah. Solid, but it's mm-hmm. not quite there. Yeah, I think that's it. Other than Sunny Boy. Um, maybe Ping Pong and then maybe Bakano. Okay. No, those are all very solid picks. Bakano is definitely in my 11 to 20 range. So mm-hmm. um, Ping Pong is art. <laughs> Ping Pong is art, but it's kind of hard to quantitate exactly where to place it because it is kind of weird. Yeah, like I think it's better than some of the shows yeah. in my top 10 list. But, it's like... but better and favorite are different things. Yeah. And that's a... Um, you know, that that's such a weird conversation to have because like I always feel weird like putting like Steinsgate is a better show than Haruhi, right? Mm-hmm. But I just love that show so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's Princess Jellyfish is not as good as uh, yeah, but like, do I like one more than the other? I don't know. Uh, I probably Princess Jellyfish bad example for me, but more mm-hmm. for you, I guess. Like, would you? Which, upon rewatching it, it's probably a little lower. It's still in the top ten, but it wasn't yeah. before. But, yeah, Steins Gate's my number one. Yeah. Just think it's a, essentially a perfect show. Oh, yeah, no, Steins Gate is perfect. Yeah. Like, the only reason that it gets edged out is because I've seen it so many times, and therefore it's less enjoyable for me to watch than uh, something that, like Haruki, which I can watch so much and still enjoy it. Equally. It might be different the next time I watch it, but I feel like every time I watch it, I like it more and more, which is why it moved up past fate zero it's just every time i watch it i enjoy it so much i yeah. get something out of it every time it's a very high praise that that steins gate unseated fate zero from yes because i Which love so, fate zero it's so weird that fate zero is not on my 10 but i'm just like nah i can't can't yeah. add it i don't like it as much as the other swarms though i probably do like it more than if i'm being honest more than ergo proxy at this point but i don't know it's just we're going to be watching Ergo Proxy at some point in the future. So uh, Yeah, fairly that's, soon. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, sometime next year we'll watch it, which I guess we should talk about what we're watching next week. So next week is our, or not next week, next episode is our Christmas special. Yes. So what we, that means. <laughs> we are watching the movie Tokyo Godfathers, which apparently has like a Christmas backdrop, backdrop to it. And then we are watching some... What do you call those? OVAs? OVAs. Isudate My Santa. 
We're going to try to find that and watch it. No promises as to whether or not so we can find not, it somewhere. If we can't find that, we'll probably just do a double feature slash maybe just Tokyo Godfather. I would say probably just Tokyo Godfather if we can't and find we just it. talk about well, it's not what I know we can find because I've owned the DVD yeah. for like a year and haven't That'd watched it. That would be our yet. excuse to talk about Satoshi Kon. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> is this our first Satoshi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, are we going to try to have a Satoshi Kon uh Movie watching weekend because we've got Perfect Blue and um, Paprika on Blu-ray that we can watch as well that weekend. Okay. Probably won't cover it on the podcast, but like while we're dipping into the cone yeah. field, let's just go ahead. And, cone field. Yeah, I feel like there's a better name for that. And we'll become cone heads. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I need to. It's just I need to watch more of his stuff. He's considered one of the best animated directors so i gotta watch his stuff okay have, have you seen millennium actress is that what you said that's i think that's the only one i've seen okay, okay. it's it's great so. yeah millennium actress is probably the most like uh the least scary i guess i should say <laughs> i don't know tokyo godfather but i know like perfect blue is kind of scary and i know paprika is kind of weird yeah but i saw paprika in a theater very tired going back to my tired yeah. like that was that was primal viewing i was in a theater and i was out of it a little bit and it's very atmospheric mm-hmm. so we're watching those in the dark <laughs> so that's next episode it's gonna be those tokyo godfathers and santas isu date my santa if we can find it if we can find it um we'll try uh, <laughs> it's got to be somewhere right yeah Probably yeah somewhere we'll find it or not might be on Verve again. Verve. I still, I'm still paying for Verve. I canceled my Crunchyroll and I now get that through Verve. And now Crunchyroll was because a Verve Premium counts as Crunchyroll Premium. Oh. But uh, Crunchyroll got bought out by Funimation, so I don't know how much longer that's gonna last. Dang, is that why you can't get Crunchyroll to work? No, Crunchyroll still works. They're linked. The memberships are linked. Together. Okay, so I don't have to change anything. No, you, no, but you might not have the right password. Because I changed it uh, a couple of months ago, or like a year ago. I have to look into that. Anyways, that's the episode. Yep. We, we've reached frag time. Oh, yeah. We're, we're ten minutes past frag time. If you're, This is the first episode. Frag time is a an movie <laughs> that's about an hour long. So we want our podcast to at least reach frag time. <laughs> okay. So, um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at anime underscore territory. Yep. We stream on Twitch at Demented Goku. Um, the we put these on YouTube under Anime mm, Territory. Totally. We put these on podcast platforms under Anime Territory. Stuff like Anchor, listen? Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, maybe some other things. I don't know. Breaker, I think, is one. You keep saying Breaker. Yeah, it's definitely some. It's definitely a name of a podcast platform that I've heard of. Okay. Um, Could be a dating app. Breaker. Breaker, I hardly know her. All right, that's the episode.